0: everybody it's Pam at the paper outpost and this is the paper outpost podcast the joy of junk journals and I am coming at you from our kitchen Sunny is nibbling on some kibble and his carrots and Holly the African gray parrot is chewing on a kibble and guess what the lovebirds are eating some kibble so everybody's snacking and well I have already snacked and it was um if you really have to know it was cheddar cheese popcorn Yep, that's what happened okay so much for the apple for breakfast um, okay, so today's topic is, what is it really like making junk journals? Okay, I thought I'd, I'd give you the high and the low, the high down and the low down, the pros and the cons, the joys and the crashes, everything in between. Um, this is kind of an interesting uh, topic because um, um, a lot of people are new to the fold. I love that. I love that term. Uh, And uh, it's such a paper term. And, um, uh, you know, everybody's kind of wondering. They're nibbling around the edges. Oh, this is kind of exciting. And this is something new. And it's a little different than scrapbook making and uh, that type of thing. And we're ready for something fresh and different. And here we go. And... uh, Um, If junk journals are new to you, you might be thinking this might be your next greatest um, exciting crafty adventure, and let me tell you, it has been such a joy for me, and such a a deep, fabulous Alice in Wonderland type rabbit hole to go down, and I've met so many wonderful other paper lovers along the way, and that was probably the biggest surprise of all, is how many people are absolutely fascinated by uh, paper. And we love to play with paper, we love to cut and glue our paper, and create little things big things little things it doesn't matter it's all good it's all paper and it's fun but um so what is it really like making junk journals yes holly yes okay that's holly saying get to the point get to the point mom get to the point um it is a joyous experience for me i really enjoy the process of creating the journal um i do my best journal making and my best creating when the camera is off and i'm by myself and i'm just in my little nook buried in all my craft supplies there's an entire mess around me and everything is flying in the air as i'm creating and i'm reaching for this gluing that cutting that pulling this and um, I can stay 100% focused on the journal that I'm making at the moment. Um, And that, for me, is absolute pure joy. That's my happy place. And uh, I could just make journals all day long. Um, The uh, other side of that is real life can get in the way of making junk journals. Yes, it's true. That real life loves to barge in and say, hey, wait a minute, you have responsibilities. You have family. You need to make dinner. You need to feed the dog. Um, hey, that dog needs a bath. Um, all sorts of things. So, um, uh life still life's along and while you're making journals the nice thing is the journals wait for you and you can get back over to them and um you just put them you don't even have to put them on pause you just lay them down and walk away and they will they promise they will not move a paper until you get back although they may hide your uh bone folder from you that is that is highly probable yes they do like to play little tricks like that and your ruler a lot (laughs) and um so yeah balancing um responsibilities and time uh in the act of making the journal now this would go with any craft let's say you were a knitter or a crocheter or a quilter whatever it is like you want to just huddle in and snuggle in with your craft and just get lost in the process and do you ever notice how hours fly by when you're really loving what you're doing and uh, but you're but the rest of the world is going hello hours have flown by and we have not seen you where are you um so there's that yep so um there's a little bit of a dichotomy a push push me pull you type of feeling but in a sense that's a good thing because then you're just you know you have to pull away some times and go handle those things but then you get to scamper back back into your little happy place and carry on and uh, so that's kind of one thing to think about um, the other thing is uh, uh, let's talk about your hands your hands um, can move like lightning or they can move slowly but the uh, the joy that your hands get from creating something from themselves from your heart from your imagination um, is really it's 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 wonderful to see your hands make something and uh, actually make something that you might like or that you might like to gift to somebody else or you might even like to sell. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's so exciting um, uh, to actually create something from your own imagination and from your hands and from your heart and, and turn it into reality. And often it doesn't come out like what you imagined. It rarely does. It rarely does. Uh, it takes on its own life and its own um, uh, soul almost and uh, it just becomes this... Uh, almost like disnified thing in front of you. It just gets up and starts walking around your desk and say, you know, I'm going to be a butterfly nature journal. I don't care if you wanted me to be a Victorian um, you know um, mansion journal. You know, it's not you know, it just, it, they go the way they go. What can I say? Sometimes you can corral them. You can lasso them and say, hey I have a theme plan for you and I want to go this way. We're going this way today. And it may say, alright, I relinquish all control and um, we will go your way since you did print out all those things and you gathered and you researched and I don't want to take you off your creative track so you can work it out with your journal sometimes they they will uh uh, like I said they will relinquish their position and uh uh, create a happy peaceful place for you and uh so yes but sometimes the hands yes Holly yes I'm telling I'm telling them about the hands I am it's it's true I'm on it right now um your hands can get sore from making journals um Now, for those of us who are, say, over 50, this might happen more. Uh, Maybe there's some arthritis. Maybe the hands are slower. Maybe there's some calluses. uh, Nubbly, bumply hands that don't work the scissors so well. Ollie, I'm telling him about the hands. I am. I'm telling him about the hands. I think I may have to get a peanut. Um, So... Uh, Yeah, my my hands can get sore. Uh, You know, sometimes I make a lot of journals at once, and um, they can get pretty sore. But the good thing is you can work around that by finding uh, tools and things like that that make life much easier. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, you won't believe I just dropped. (laughs) Oh, good thing Sunny wasn't here. I just dropped a meatball on the floor. Okay, oh, two meatballs. There's another one. Let me grab (laughs) that. I am trying to get the, yeah, too late, Sunny, no meatballs, Uh, I'm trying to get the peanuts out of the fridge, Um, okay, Sunny, here you go, (laughs) like I said, real life, right, yep, that's the way it goes, Um, there's your, uh, they're holly, there's your peanuts, okay, okay, so, um, your hands can get so- (laughs) sore and fumbly, as I've just demonstrated. Uh, But the good news is there are tools that can make your life a lot easier. And uh, I've gone into uh, sharing some with you with some of the tools that I have used to make life a little easier. Just for example, um, there are scissors that you squeeze together as opposed to pull apart, and it can just make a world of difference um, on your hands, how tired they get. Um, They get Um, They can go much farther, much longer. Um, I would recommend if your hands do get tired and um, you give them a rest and you give them a little hand massage and, uh, um, you know, take it easy on them. Don't overwork them. Don't get uh, big red swollen sore joints. Just do what you can and and be happy with that and then take a break. Take lots of breaks. I think that's really, really important, especially if you're going to be doing a lot of um, junk, junk journal making for the holidays. This is kind of where we all become mass producers. The holidays, um, if you're going to be giving these as gifts, so uh, you know, just a, a word to the wise: just pace yourself, take it easy, take lots of breaks. You'll come back refreshed. You'll have more creativity, your imagination will be flowing again, and so will the blood in your hands and the nerves in your hands. So, um, something to think about. Um, okay, so I, I I wrote some little notes here, and I, I'm trying to read my own writing. What did I say? God, oh, too good stuff. Oh yes. Another thing about when you make junk journals, what's life really like? You're constantly looking for stuff. Everything you see is a potential junk journal supply. You can't seem to get this out of your head. It follows you everywhere. It's kind of freaky. You go to um, uh, pick up the takeout dinner, and you're eyeing the bag and the napkins. Uh, you're going to the grocery store, and you're asking for paper bags instead of plastic bags. Um, and you're you're you know looking at um, gift wrap when people are tearing it apart, and you're like, Are you going to use? Are you going to throw that away? Would you mind if I? Yeah, you start gathering things. You go to thrift stores, uh, garage sales, estate sales. Um, Next thing you know, you've leveled up and you're on Craigslist and you're on Facebook Marketplace. and, And you're just going to all these things that you never thought you'd be doing before. You know, it was very strange. Antique malls. Uh, consignment stores, flea markets, auctions—I mean, you name it. It's just oh, and don't forget your friends and family's places. We start up uh, like, oh yeah, it's great to tell see you. Yes, let's tell me all your story I could, what, what was that pile of paper you got over there? Would you mind if I just, um, John? She's rifling through our junk mail. Can you please tell, tell this woman to stop? You know, it, it becomes a little awkward at times, but. The best thing to do, in my opinion, is you give them a junk journal. And I think that pretty much explains everything. Once they see what you do with the stuff, often they're a little bit intrigued. And they're like, oh, you took that and you turned it into, well, you know what? I got a pile of stuff for you. Let me go get it. Next thing you know, they're bringing out boxes of stuff. Yeah, that's how it happens. Neighbors, they can become your best friends all of a sudden because they're clearing out their attics and their basements and their closets and their garages. And they're more than happy to have you take it away. Most people throw away The paper stuff. Um, A lot of people will donate clothes. They'll donate... uh, um, Excuse me, Sunshine. What are you doing? Those papers are for the print and mail digi kits. (laughs) And they don't want little puppy teeth marks in them. No, we're not going to eat that. No, no, we're not. Oh, you're playing with your ball. Oh, sorry. Mama had it wrong. Here I am chastising. Okay, here you go. Ready? Catch your ball. Go get it. See, bad mama. Okay, so... um, Yeah, they can become um, a huge uh, supply of uh, suppliers of stuff for you. And uh, it doesn't take much to make journals. And I'm going to be showing you all sorts of ways to make journals out of pretty much not much coming up (laughs) soon. So stay tuned for those. Um, But yeah, there's... um, uh, um, so yeah you start walking through your your biosphere your universe with different eyes on you're constantly scanning all of a sudden nature becomes a viable option for junk journal supplies I mean it's just it, it just doesn't stop and this can be very exciting and wonderful the dark side of that is that it can it can become horde-like and take over your house and all of a sudden you have no room to do anything I have to admit there was a little bit of a mention from my husband the other day you know he He said I have my office upstairs but you sort of taken over the kitchen the dining room the spare bedroom and the hallway honey (laughs) he's not wrong okay and you know I really hadn't noticed it but you know it's it's with COVID we don't really have people come over right now so I figure well you know when you have the room why not use it while I can so yeah I spread things out for my fondles and you know then I started the print and mail um digi kit program and that um then I had to order a bunch of paper for that so that's over there um got a backup printer just in case the other one for some reason blows a gasket you never know right so you have to have these things in place and um So, yeah, things expand, and um, it does kind of take over your world because it's an accumulation of stuff. And, um, um, you know, we went through a lot of effort (laughs) a few years before the whole junk journal thing to um, pare down, get rid of. We've konmari We capsule wardrobe We did everything to uh, minimalize, and it felt really, really good. And then all of a sudden, junk journaling came along, and I called it my little... My little carve-out where I could happily collect again. And it's, honestly, it felt so good to collect and hoard and gather. And um, because the little bits in in the beginning were quite small and tiny, um, it uh, was easier to manage because I could put things away in little tiny drawers. And um, I felt like I had a lot. But then when I started buying the big ledgers and things like that, they take up a lot more space. They really do. And... Um, Um, Things can amass quickly, shall we say. And then I got into the fabric collection. Oh, my gosh. I just, you know, like everything worked. You know, grabbing fabric here and there and here and there and just falling in love with all these beautiful fabrics. And um, they take up a lot, a lot of space. So take that into account. And you don't have to, like, do that. You can be rational and only purchase what you need and only use what you can actually turn into a journal you are a better person than I, I tell you, because I have not mastered that yet. I'm still working on that, but, you know, and I do okay for little spurts, but then I kind of like fall off the wagon, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's a really good deal. Or, oh, look at, all I just got it. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. Okay. So that's the reality of that. And um, okay. So time, um, I think there's great joy in the time that i spend making junk journals i really love doing that and i also really love uh doing the videos and uh showing tips and tricks uh that i've discovered um or or you know like learned and also want to share these with you guys that i really enjoy doing Uh, and time disappears because you know when you're having fun you're having a good time and it just um it's gone before you know it um on the other side of that time is gone before you know it and you still have all those responsibilities and family and everything else that you have to handle. So yes, time can be an issue. So time management becomes really, really important. Um, In the beginning, it's just a hobby and it's no big deal. Then it becomes... it's a great way to give gifts, then you're donating things, and then all of a sudden you're thinking, gee, maybe I should sell them, and things start to escalate. It's the natural escalation. I think it happens to a lot of us. And, and you don't, you don't, every, everybody doesn't have to end up selling their journals. That's that's not the goal. Some people can just say, oh, just make one or two, and that's fine. And maybe then I go do other crafts. I do other things. Um, uh, I go visit my friends. I go play tennis, and then I I, I make a quilt, you know. Uh, but then some of us, we go deep and dark, and down the rabbit hole, we're like, oh, now I can make this journal, and, and then I can make one like Alice in Wonderland, and I can do a Harry Potter, and then I can do a golden book, and then I can do a recipe journal, then I can do a, you know, next thing you know, yeah, and there's not, it's all good, it's all good, I mean, we're off the streets, we're not causing any problem, there's no mayhem, it's, it's, it's good, and um, um, what does that say, can anybody read that, so, oh yes, 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 here's the, uh, here's the conundrum of all conundrums, Initially, you're going to have so many ideas. You're just going to be, oh my gosh, I've got so many ideas. I just want to make this and that and this and that and this and that and this and that. And then other days, you're going to wake up and you're going to say to yourself, I don't have any ideas. All my ideas are gone. They fell out of my head. My head is blank. It is a bowl of mashed potatoes. That's all I have in there. There is nothing in my brain. And. uh, there are little tips and tricks on how to reactivate uh, your mojo or inspire yourself again. And um, I think I've got some podcasts on that. But uh, uh, there's everybody who creates or crafts or is an artist or um, a creator of any sort will experience the dry times, the down times, where you just feel like you can't pull it together Um you know, the neurons aren't firing and the imagination has left the building. Um, but it often comes back and sometimes it comes back with a great um, fortitude and it really wants to express itself because it's had a little rest and it's had an opportunity to, uh, you know, reorganize thoughts. Maybe it's mapped out some things <laughs> that it wants to do and it's going to tell you full force. OK, now now we're going to go forward and we're going to make a lot of stuff. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so uh, how many ideas? Either a, a basket full of ideas or not enough ideas. As often we battle with that when we're uh, making our junk journals. Um, How many? Oh, how many can I make? Um, Oh, how many can I make? That's a good question. Like especially when you're thinking about the holidays and you're like, okay, I've got 14 great grandkids and uh, you know seven. you know like whoever you're like you know tabulating all right so I'm I'm gonna knock it down from everybody gets a five signature journal now everybody's getting a one signature journal okay I've got so many people maybe everybody's getting one notebook and um How about a, how about a, how about a, everybody gets a post-it, one (laughs) post-it at the end of the day, um, because maybe you're thinking it might be an overwhelming task. It's just too much for everybody. So instead of making big things, maybe you switch to make small things and they just become stocking stuffers or something like that, where you can get the volume out, um, uh, you know one piece of paper will go a lot farther when it's making a small piece versus a big piece although I would say the labor uh, making a big journal versus a small journal is not that different because you still got to go through the fold the crease the punch um, you know the ink you know there's like a lot of steps but really where you save with the smaller journals is your supply stash you're just gonna go through fewer supplies you're gonna have more of your stash left for the next journal if you're making a large quantity So something to think about, especially if you only have a little bit of material, a really pretty fabric that you want to use, but you don't have enough for the 14 grandkids and the seven great, you know, you know what I mean? Um, That's a way to kind of spread it out a little bit. Make smaller stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Then what to do with all those journals? Okay. So let's say you don't have a bushel full of great grandkids. Um, what are you going to do with all those journals? Well, a lot of us do turn to the potential of selling them. And there's a very good market for junk journals. And people love to gift handmade things. And um, I, if you if you learn the skills and you take the time and you put yourself out there and uh, you show the world what you're making, um, I believe you're going to make sales. And uh, you have to get it in front of enough eyes who understand what you're making. I think that's probably the most... Um, difficult part to get it in front of the right eyeballs and um, uh, then it's just a matter of letting exposure and time and consistency happen. And then you're going to um, if you do decide to sell them then you're going to um, you know the upside of selling is obviously hey I'm making money selling my stuff that I'm making isn't that great the downside of selling is hey I'm, I'm selling my babies these are things that I created with my own hands and um, I put so much love and heart and imagination and thought and depth into them and I'm just going to give it away and I just don't know if I'm quite ready to let it go because I was there on every page you know what I mean it was like page Page after page, there was a new creation, and, and uh, you wonder, like, is somebody going to know? Are they going to feel what I felt when I made it? Um, probably not. <laughs> probably not, but they're going to have their own feelings, and maybe you're going to trigger uh, memories or thoughts or, um, you know, wonderful journeys and adventures for them that uh, we have no control over, but we just hope. We hope, and we uh, send them off like little, um, you know, Butterflies off into the uh, universe, oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, and uh, we just wish them well. And that's really all you can do. As we do with any gift, we we can't control whether somebody likes it. We just hope they like it. And um, um, we just do the best our can to create something wonderful. And uh, uh, just set it free. You know what did they say? Just if you love something, set it free. Just set it free. Let it go and let it go. Do its, have its own journey. Um, so from your hands to theirs. Um, I hope this gives you a little insight into what it's like for a junk journal maker. If you uh, are one, maybe you can relate to some of these things. Maybe you have some new thoughts you'd like to add. If you are not one, maybe you're thinking about making one, maybe this will give you a little uh, noodle scratching to think about. Uh, But anyway, I hope it piqued your interest and uh, from me and Sunny and Holly and the lovies and Papa, we all wish you big hugs. If you're looking for any links to all my stuff, they're below every video. And uh, we wish you well and remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon, everybody. Go have some fun. Bye-bye.